0: Good, good morning, Grinders. Welcome to the DFS pregame Show here on Roto-Grinders. I'm Jordan Cooper, Blender Ed, aka Blender HD. You can follow me there on Twitter. And this is the show where we go over a little bit about yesterday's slate, a little bit. Uh, we talk a little bit about today's slate. I mean, these slates have been a little short, right? Six games on a Friday. I think that's because of the home openers. They take a day off. I don't know why. Uh, so, so it's short slate for Friday. Uh, I think next week we're, we're, we'll actually get ten plus, twelve plus game slates. But, uh, but we'll talk a little bit about it. It's casual Friday, so be casual in the chat in the YouTube chat. I'm always here. Got to hit that thumbs up button. Give me the thummy thumbs. For uh, we're back to the brand name apple juice. All the Mots is a brand name, but not the Minute Maid apple juice. And yes, it's it's ten fluid ounces. I said, but the last time those Motts ones that there were eight ounces. These are 10 ounces. That, maybe that's the reason I like them better. But hit that thumbs up button. Helps us out here. Hit the subscribe button if you're new. Hit the notification bell to know when we go live. Uh, we got Grinders Live, two Grinders Lives today. we got NBA, got MLB on the YouTube channel for free for you guys. And uh, obviously crunch time uh, for premium members. So click on that link in the description. Get $10 off your first month of uh, roto Rhodogrande's premium. You could sign up for, for MLB, you could sign up for NBA. We've got MMA, we got we got afternoon MMA tomorrow. Okay, we've got soccer in the morning, MMA in the afternoon, MLB, I think all day, uh, early, late, got NBA. We got we got everything. So get the combo premium. You get you get everything. I'm not I, I have no idea what I'm gonna do. I'm playing MMA tomorrow. I've no idea what I'm doing. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the premium content. I'm gonna see what's going on. See what the projections say. See what the uh, the uh, got. We got what? We got Buddha. We got Scorer Patrol. We got a bunch of guys that do the MMA stuff. So it's a, it's a 14 card fight. So it's a 14 fight card. So it's a it's a big one. I like playing the bigger MMA slates. So I will be doing that tomorrow. Uh, but yesterday, I almost got there. Yesterday on Fanduel, I almost Boston plus Minnesota. Ugh. I think I came in like 42nd in the large field GPP on uh, on Fanduel. Close. If Miguelson, no, actually, didn't leave. Like I think he left six guys on base, but whatever. If he if he actually did something and scored more than 12 points, I would have had a shot. But I, I got I got Boston plus Minnesota four fours with Lance Lynn yesterday. People got off of Lance Lynn. This is what ends up happening: they, they announce a delay and people just bail, not realizing that they, you know they're going to late start it right? It, it's going to rain for two hours and then they're going to play the game. It's the home opener. If they were going to cancel the game, they would have canceled the game beforehand. They're act, they act they're, they're fans there. They're not going to have a home opener. They have a day off the next day. They would have announced at 11 o'clock in the morning if, if, if it would have been canceled. So the fans wouldn't have came to the stadium. They heard a game. The game's going to play. What are people worried about? If you listen to Roth, Roth on crunch time, he was saying exactly the same thing. He basically said, said, uh, because a lot of times you don't roster, you don't want to roster a pitcher that's going to be delayed in the middle of a game because they get warmed up, they pitch an inning or two, and then they are sitting for two hours, and then once they sit for two hours, their arm gets from whatever, and then they don't pitch anymore. So that 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 that's the big problem with the, with people with Lance Lynn. They're like, Oh, if it, get, it gets delayed, I, I you know Lance Lynn may only pitch two two innings. Yeah, but Roth said that if the game started. And then, then it would get delayed for a while. Well, the game didn't start. They late start. If it's a late start, then the game's going to play clean. So I didn't. I didn't move. I was playing tons of Lance Lynn. I didn't move at all. Screw it. People went to Jose Barrios instead or Corbin Burns. Typically, the two man combination uh, on DraftKings yesterday or on FanDuel uh, with the one pitcher site. And I just, I just stuck with it. Seventy points on FanDuel. Thank you. Give it to me. Right. I think it was eighteen percent Done. The big Fanduel GPP, but I had that. I got Boston. I got Minnesota. Uh, I had a little too much Arizona on on, on Fanduel. Uh, a little too much New York. I didn't think the Mets were going to be as popular as they were on Fanduel, so I had a little too much of them. Uh, but yeah, but I mean, it, it was a it was a small slate yesterday. It was a seven game slate. Kind of hard to play because the, the smaller slates, you have to get a little bit more off the board. You have to be more willing to play eighth hitters, ninth hitters. Weird lineups leave money on the table. Not to be unique. Like, it's not, like, I'm not worried about duplication. I'm just worried about, like, make, make, making a, a high-ceiling leverage lineup that's like, oh, everyone's playing Boston, but they're not playing they're not playing Christian Arroyo at second base or something, right? Yesterday, Trevor Story was mega chalk at uh, at shortstop. So it's like finding a way to play, you know, hot, play Cub stacked. I played a bunch of the Cubs with Javi Baez. Right, a way to get different. So you're getting different for relative value purposes, for leverage, for you know to move up the standings. Not not because you care about duplication, right? So don't worry necessarily. Oh, oh, everyone's going to play this, so I can't play that at all. It's like no, that there are ways to build stacks and build lineups that are are you uniqueness. I don't even care. I don't even think about. There's too many combinations for, especially in FanDuel now with the multiple positional eligibility and the utility spot. Like I can make as many combinations as I want, but, but yesterday on, on DraftKings, uh, I mean, the chalk was cores. I mean, cause it was underpriced like on, on DraftKings. It was underpriced on FanDuel. Colorado was chalky Arizona, not as much so because they priced, they priced everyone up. But, uh, but on DraftKings like Garrett Hampson, 30%, McMahon, 29%, 22%, Story, 30%, Blackman, 17%. Then we got the Arizona guys, Van Meter, because he was cheap. He got a zero, but I mean, he was cheap, right? Peralta, 16%. Then we got the Mets here a bit. Mets even on DraftKings were were owned? Okay, I guess so. Minnesota, I mean, they got got Cruz, but I mean, the Minnesota Stacks weren't as owned. Boston Stacks, Boston Stacks weren't as owned as I thought they'd be on DraftKings. I thought most people would go, if I'm not playing Coors, I'm going to play the Red Sox. It turns out people are like, I'm not going to play cores. I'm going to play the Mets. Interesting, because like, look at Lindor. Lindor's 18 percent walk. Uh, Alonzo 17. Conforto for- was cheap. I understand that 17. Just surprising. I thought it would be the Red Sox on DraftKings. The Red Sox were chalk on Fanduel. They were they were, they were too cheap. Like Devers was like under 3,000 on Fanduel. But, but I mean, they were owned. Like JD Martinez, he was owned verdugo 11 i mean they, they still are old enough it wasn't like pittsburgh or something right or or miami like down here or the royals right you want to play you played the leverage stack against lance lynn well you got you got blanked <laughs> but you take a look here it's like mo- most most sharp players you know they play they play the truck pitchers i mean the colts didn't play barrios but i mean look lynn burns i mean even on the seven game slate like yeah, Nerdy Tenor kind of like just went across the board, but for the most part, you know, the forty-six percent don't these forty percent owned pictures, Most of them did over over that. Get different elsewhere. Maybe take a shot on on Taiwan Walker, Eduardo Rodriguez, John Gray. Obviously, had a, had had a great game up until like the sixth inning. Right, barely anyone had him. Adam Wainwright, I guess. You see how you, but you see how people build lineups and then outside of the pitchers, like there's no, like I'm going to, I mean, yes, RBX eighty eight kind of jammed cores a bit, but when I say a bit, it's still in like, like, like a third of his lineups. If that, I mean, look, he had 25% Jonathan VR. Why was he 14% owned on DraftKings? Was he cheap on DraftKings? Was he like under three K maybe, maybe that, maybe that's the reason. Like I've been saying, I've been playing GPPs on FanDuel mostly. So so we don't have results DB for FanDuel cuz they don't have downloadable CSVs publicly. So some of this stuff is like, oh, okay, on on DraftKings, on on FanDuel, uh VR was like 2600 or something like. It wasn't that cheap for their pricing. But you look through you look through here like they're building a lot of different types of lineups. It's not like, oh, I'm going to jam in like two teams and that's it. It's not like what you see in NBA. I've been saying this in the Rotogrinders Discord for 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 the past week. MLB MLB is high, 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 high variance. Okay, incredibly high variance. The differences of a half a point in projection. What what do they mean? Over yeah, over over ten thousand slates. Sure, okay, maybe it makes this much of a difference. But a half a point. What does it mean? Like. Should you be should you be jamming in Trevor Story into 80% of your lineups? Probably not. I mean, you can. Just understand it's high variance. Like Garrett Hampson at 30%. Is that someone that you is that someone that you feel comfortable having in like all of your lineups? I'm playing 20 lineups, I'm playing 18 of them with Garrett Hampson. Probably not. Because baseball is extremely variant. Everyone's gonna get like three to five at bats or so or something. Someone can hit a sharp liner and it, it, it's, if it was a foot this way, it would have been a double. But it's a foot this way, it gets it's a line out to the shortstop. That's the difference. We saw yesterday Charlie Blackman hit the top of the wall in Colorado, right? So instead of 12 points, he would have had like 20 plus points. Difference of what? A foot? A foot. We saw Conforto get hit with the, the fake hit by the pitch. Fake hit by the pitch. I mean, look, the Mets scored runs in the stack still didn't get there. And then there's sometimes you, you, have home, you have home runs from guys that are like non, non-owned. Luis Arias hit a home run yesterday. It's very rare for him to hit home runs. He batted ninth and he hit his only home run of the year. I mean, most likely he doesn't hit many other home runs, but he's barely owned. Like, are you playing Luis Arias as a one-off? Probably not. Is it going to kill you in GPPs if you don't have him? No. It's not even going to kill you if you don't have him in twin stacks. It's so low, low enough owned that like, who cares? So feel free to ma- make choices strategically on what teams you're targeting teams. And then build lineups. You're building, you're building five lineups. Okay, pick four teams. Just say, okay, these are the four teams that I think are the most valuable based on their probability of success versus their ownership. And mix them together. Playing on FanDuel, play 4-4. Four, four. Play 4-3-1. Four, Depending on the size of the slate, you know how much more correlation or less correlation you most likely will need. Larger slates, your more larger slates, 12-game slates, um, nearly all my lineups are 4-4s. Four, or 5-5Xs five, five on, on draft games. 5-3s, five five 2 ones, 5 one ones. Something like today, six-game slate, not as many teams have a shot of putting up a million runs. Maybe only one team does it. Does it enough that a four-man stack pays off? Maybe no one. Maybe no team does well enough for a five-team stack to pay off. A five-player stack. Maybe 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 the high-scoring teams only score five runs, and all you need is three guys from that team. So maybe three, three, two, three, three, one, one something like that, could win on a shorter slate versus a larger slate. So that goes into your construction. But at the at the, at the end of the day, you're, you're picking teams. You're picking teams, not players. I say lineups, not players. Now it's like lineups, not teams, not players. That, that's a better way of putting it. Lineups, not teams, not players. Focus on the teams. Well, should I play the first hitter, the third, the what, what order? Like, don't worry about it. That work is done for you. It's all projected. Once you have the projections, it's that you're done. All that work is already done for you. We don't have ownership currently. Let's see. Let's see if the hamsters. Let's see if Jemino's hamsters updated. Do we get early ownership today? Yeah, there's a there's an early slate. There's a 3 p.m. slate. So yeah, so we may, they may have ownership for that and not this yet. Because that's what you'd look at. So like, let's say we don't have ownership. Okay, I want to simulate ownership so I want to get a sense. Of who's going to be popular or whatever. Based on, I'm using bad projections. So it's not going to be accurate. It's going to be based on these projections. So I'm going to build 300 lineups which is default nothings. Right? Right, I'm going to do Fandle. Let's do Fandle. Okay? I'll go down, I'll go down to what? 33,000 or whatever. Let's build 300 lineups. It's all default. Uh, Just get a sense. No stacking, no nothing. Just to get a sense of... Who's gonna Who's gonna appear in a lot of lineups if you want a high median? That's what we're doing. Going through the YouTube chat a bit. Feel free to post your questions. It's Casual Friday. Casual questions are allowed, right? We got casual questions here. Oh. Superman, super. Oh, Superman's in the chat. Hey, super. Hey, Clark. How you doing, Clark? Is that your real name? Am I not supposed to say? Am I not? Supposed, I know. I know you're Clark Kent, buddy. I don't know if I was supposed to leak that information. So Superman says, are you more or less likely to play a one-off hitter from the bottom of the lineup order, say five to nine? Uh, If they're a power hitter, maybe. But yes, I'd be less likely. Doesn't mean I don't. It just means I'm less likely to. And also, I'm more likely to not mind that as much if they're on the road team because they're guaranteed ninth inning at bats. But that's already factored into the uh, projection as it is. Plate appearances. Right, are are factored in. Obviously, the lower the, they're in the order, the less plate appearances. You know, every spot in the order is like is like two, ten, uh, two two tenths of a point, a fifth of a point, usually on average. So as you move down the order, point two plate appearance expectation goes down. And then on the on the home team, the bottom it's like maybe 0.23 or something per. Because if they're leading, the, if you're stacking the team, most likely they're leading. And most likely they, they don't have to get, they're not going to get 20, 27 outs. they can get 24 outs because they're they not going to have to play the bottom of the ninth. So we ran 300. Okay, so getting a lot of Trout, a lot of Ramirez, Rosario, Grisham, Pleszak. So for me, it looks like Cleveland, San Diego. And the Angels a little... But it's primarily just jamming in, just like okay, raw points give me give me trout. Let's see in the top three hundred, do we have any low salary lineups? Yeah, thirty three eight, the three hundredth lineup, just without stacking. I mean, it, this has a stack in there. I mean, look at this lineup. It's one two three four four two one one. I mean, there's a stack in there. It leaves twelve hundred on the table. Projected one forty three. The top one is 144. Okay. So that'll give you a sense that you could, you could probably, on this slate with stacking, you could probably leave 2000 on the table and still be fine. Cause look, you could leave 1200 on the table and only lose a point. I mean, look at the difference. These are the top 300 lineups without correlation. So this is, it's all one offs, all whatever, whatever jumbled, whatever high median is. So 144 is the top. 300. You go all the way down to the bottom. Can we go by lowest fantasy points? Yes. 144.7 to 142.66. Two points. Two points in baseball when the ranges are 1 to 40, right? Like there's a difference of this, but the range is like ridiculously wide. So two points separates the first lineup and the 300th lineup irrespective of of stacking which some of these do you see san diego you see cleveland you see some some toronto a bit okay so now that get a sense of where the ownership's going to kind of go because we don't have the numbers here so i'm just going to use that as an example i'm using all this as an example i get a sense okay Now most likely we're not playing just cash type we're not not playing you know this type of lineup just like twos and ones and whatever, no correlation, no nothing, right? At least playing some type of correlation. So now I'm going to go here. I'm going to set my quick stacks. It's a small slate. So I do not mind like three, three, four, two, four, three. I don't don't mind these. I don't know if three, two, still not a big big fan long-term overall of four, one, four, one, 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 those type, I'm not a big fan of those. But I'm just gonna put them. I'm gonna put put them all at 50. You could you could put them past the numbers. These are maxes in lineup HQ. All I'm saying is that I don't want any more than half. Give me whatever and just fill it up to that. So depending on what the projection is, we may get more three threes, but no more than half of my lineup should have this. I don't want to just put 25, 25, 25, 25, because maybe there are a lot more 4 2 X type of lineups that project well that i want i want to at least be able to see so i put this i don't set anything for the teams yet i'm just looking okay now now that we saw we have some type of baseline we see where the ownership may go here type of thing i don't necessarily care about the exact number but now i'm going to build 300 lineups this way okay this may take a little bit longer so now it's going to try to actually put Piece those things together. Now, I mean, we may get some liners that look here. I mean, look, this is a three. I mean, may have naturally have some like three threes or fours. I'm you know, looking down. doesn't have to be many, but we saw one before. Here's a clue. Well, there's three. Scroll a little bit further. We get some San Diego. Kind of get three here. Got three. Not many fours. There's a three, two, two something. So obviously, since we're forcing in some amount more correlation than these lineups, this median projection is going to go down. But who cares? It's going to go down to a point. The range of outcomes in MLB is is, is wide as hell. One point, median-wise, how much does that matter? You're making that up with the correlation. You're going to be making that up with the leverage. So one point, who cares? So don't necessarily go, how many points off the median Optimal top lot like you do in NBA. I mean, is so much more projectable, and it's not as wide of a range of outcomes. Ten points median in NBA could mean a lot in baseball; it could mean almost nothing. If you're stacking the crappiest team today and they put up twelve runs, who cares what the median was? Doesn't matter at that point. Oh, that that line are projected for sixty points lower. The yeah, of course you played the crap. You played the crappiest team on the slate. Yeah, but they're all correlated to each other. So if they do well and they put up eight nine runs there you go. You, you made up, you made up all those points. You made up all those points and the chalk team puts up one run, right? That's that, that five man, four man stack ends up with like a grand total of like 15 points combined. Like when they were projected median wise to have like 50, it's like, dude, you make up you, you just made up all the points. What would correlate? You made, you, you took that you took the crappiest team and they were correlated so you got a boost there and then the truck team failed. You just made up like 50 points. Like, just like that. So worrying about like, well, I have one point here and two points. Don't even bother. Waste of time. So we're almost done. We're almost done. Okay, come on, let's go. 295, 295. Can I get 300? There we go, 300. Okay, now I can look at stack summary. Team used in three plus hitter stacks. So we get less San Diego, Cleveland. Then we get some Houston, Los Angeles. We get some Cincinnati in three, four hitter stack. Okay, so we get something like this. Okay, we're getting like lineups that look like lineups. If you look at the combo summary for four combinations, we get a lot of Cleveland San Diego, Cleveland San Diego. Right, it's tons of Cleveland San Diego. Okay. This is just to get a sense of like what, what, like ownership is going to be. So, based on the bat projections, Cleveland and San Diego, we get some Houston. Okay. Now, if I just left it like this, let's say I was going to, I'm playing 100 lineups. Okay. So, I'm going to bring this down to to 100. Now, I wouldn't just at this point just go, give me, give me the best 100 lineups and that's it. I mean, you can you have to decide, do you want to uh, let's say Cleveland and San Diego are or the chalk? Well, you're not going to get much leverage if you are just playing them both together, right? If I'm playing Cleveland San Diego lineups and I'm playing whatever pitcher, I don't even look at the pitchers yet. What pitchers are being jammed into these lineups? And please act. But we're getting a good it, it shows that there's no like standout pitcher on this slate. Getting please act. Sure. But still McCullers, Wheeler, Musgrove, Morton. I mean, enough exposure there. Okay? So pitcher, pitcher is gonna be, I don't think I don't think there's gonna be like the standout, you know, oh you gotta play this guy, type of pitcher. I think it's gonna be a bucket. A bucket of pitchers. So I take a look at this. This is what I'm judging ownership by. Okay? Understand that I don't even need to make this step if I have the actual ownership, the projected ownership. We I don't got that. It's eleven twenty five in the morning. So I'm just run. I just ran 300 just to see who shows up the most. So I'm like, oh, they're going to be, they're going to be choppy. Okay. So now I have to make decisions. Okay. Normally we'd have slate IQ. We'd have uh, the, the smash tool available to us. We don't, but you would buy by three o'clock. To show the chances of the team smashing versus their ownership. The chances of a team being in the stack, being in the, Winning GPP lineup on DraftKings, not for FanDuel, versus their ownership. And then you can make decisions based on that. And you could say, oh, well, this, this team is underowned. This team is over owned. Okay. So I'm just, I'm just going to, I'm going to make it up right now. Okay. Based on running 300 lineups, I'm going to assume that the Padres and the, and the Indians are going to be the chalk. So then I go into my stacks. Okay. I still don't mind. I don't mind any of these types of stacks. I don't mind any of them. Okay. So I'm going to go in, let's say I'm, I'm fake making up choices. This is what you do when you see what leverage or whatever. So you're like, okay, well, I'm playing with like, let's say, uh, okay. I'm going to still, I'm going to still want Chuck Cleveland. I'm just, I want Cleveland. I want San Diego. Okay. I know I want them. So I'm just putting tens there just to show something like who's going to be under owned. So maybe I go, let, let's, let's take a look. Look through here. Who's going to be under-owned? Maybe. Look at stack summary. Who's coming up a lot? Houston? Angels? Blue Jays? Reds? I think Cincinnati's hot. So I think people may play them if they're hot. People may have gotten sick of Toronto. The Angels are owned, but, I mean, it's a lot of trout. But maybe I play a little bit more of these guys, right? If San Diego and Cleveland are going to be more owned. So I go to the stacks and I'm like, okay, I'm going to play Toronto. I'm going to play Houston. I'm going to play Cincinnati. Is there another team? The Angels. Okay. Let's just say, I'm just, I'm just making this up. This is who I want to play. Detroit, Philadelphia, Atlanta. I mean, who's, who's going up? Do I want to play anyone against please I mean, you can. Well, Please Act, Morton, Wheeler. These are the pitchers that I'm pl- all right. Musgrove, Molly, right? I mean, it's like I'm playing all. I'm playing all. I'm playing all the teams. McCullers is right here. That are not against the pitchers that I have in my player that are showing up. If I do this, it, it adds up to a hundred. Okay. Now, if it adds up to these are maxes. So if I just let it left it at a hundred, the lineup HQ is going to really try hard to get it to a hundred. It's not giving you yourself any lee- leeway, right? But you can see here, I'm under on the chalk stacks. Doesn't mean I don't play them, just means I'm under. But maybe I give it a little leeway. I give it a little leeway. I put these at 22s, not, not, not San Diego. Come on, 22s, right? So it's 108. So if I get a little bit more of one versus the other, so be it. And then let's say I, I want to make combinations of all of these. So I just put them in the same. So there you go. 10%. There's a 22. Here's a 22. Now, just because I have these zeros doesn't mean I can't get one-offs, right? Because remember, look, I have four threes, four twos, three threes. So I may, I may, I could still get an Atlanta player as like a one-off in like a three-three type of lineup. And of course I have max, I have batters versus opposing pitchers to zero. So if a lineup has, right? Like if a lineup if for some reason that uh, an Oakland hitter shows up in the lineup, it's not going to be in a McCullers lineup. Right? That'd, that'd be negatively correlated. So you do this. I don't care what the what the stack combination is. So I'm like, okay, I made my choices, right? This is what happens when you make, I made my choices. Okay, now understand that these numbers, right, you you're are out of 100, 100%. So at most, I'm going to get 20% Cleveland stacks. I'm most likely going to get 20% because they project the best. So what I'm saying here is I'm going to get at least 10, probably 10% of a four or three. And I'm going to get 10% of a four, three, two, three on the other side. Okay. But that adds up to 20. Okay. All these other teams add up to 44. I mean, yes, it, it's, it equals 108, so around 40, 40-ish. That's gonna be important. You'll see why. So I have 40-ish of these teams, 20-ish of the two chalk stacks. Ooh, doesn't mean I don't play them. I just don't want to play them together in lineups because like, we'll see if they actually end up showing up together. We may have to try to avoid that. So now I'm gonna build a hundred lineups. I'm showing you my process. This is this is this is this is how I play MLB DFS. This is how a lot of a lot of Top GPP players play MLB DFS. The biggest thing is figuring out the choices, figuring out like what what you're going to do. Once you figure out what to do, then just, you're just programming a tool, okay? Obviously, we get a lot of Mike Trout, right? Altuve, Correa, who's popping out? Okay, we get Cleveland. Take a look at the stack summary. Got a lot of Cincinnati in the three man's. Okay, combo summary: Houston, LA, Cleveland, Houston, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Cleveland, yeah, Cleveland, San Diego. Not a big fan of those. And the four four. Right? You look here. It's like okay, this isn't that bad. Okay, so now we have Cleveland San Diego, and you're like, I don't want to play four fours of Cleveland San Diego. Okay, so now now what do I do? Oh my God, what? Do I uh, throw up my hands. What do I do? You know, you know, you know what I do? Is that I go into player groups. Right? Create a new group. I'm gonna put all, all the people from the team in the group. Okay. So let's see. Who, who do who do we have to put who do we have to put in? I'm gonna just open up this tab just so I could get the, the same. Move that there to make it easier. So we're gonna go San Diego and Cleveland. Let's take a look at all these players. Okay, so I want Machado, Machado, Ramirez. Just go down in order. Eric Hosmer. This is remember. I'm doing this to make sure I literally have no four fours. Like if you if you don't mind the four fours of the two chalk stacks together, okay, then then, then play. I don't. So I'm going through all these players. Trent Grissom. And the project obviously these the projected lineups. Cronenworth. Cronenworth, Rosario, Fran Reyes. Caratini, Jimenez, Pham. Bowers, Bowers, Profar. I could have done this quicker if I just did it from the regular screen. I just realized that I could. I've just. Ad- I could add all these guys to the group, right? Is there's, there's an easier way to do this? Gamal, Perez, and Nailer. Right? There is. There actually is an easier way to do it. Right? E- the easier way to do it is go to the. There's a. There's a group thing right here. So like, you could just click and go add to group. So I could have just went down and all those and did that. You can see I don't do it this that often, okay? So now that I have everyone in here, use at most, think logically. I have everyone from San Diego and Cleveland, and I don't want any 4-4 four, four stacks. Well, all I have to do is set the max to seven. That means I can get four threes, right? That's seven players. I get three threes. Maybe I don't even want four threes. I don't even want any four threes. I set this to six. I have everyone from these two stacks and go. Well, now I can't even get four threes. I get four twos. I get three threes, but I can't get four fours. I can't even get four threes. So let's let's keep it at that. I don't even want four threes of this. Four three one with Cleveland, San Diego, two chalk stacks together. I don't mind four twos. I don't mind three threes, but not, but not four fours and four threes. Okay, so there done. Got that taken care of. We go back to my lineups. We go to pitcher. Pitcher is going to be spread out. Is please that going to be the chalk on Fanduel? I don't know. So I don't care about pitcher right now. Pitcher is kind of like all over the board. Heaney, I'm actually playing a what? I'm playing a team against them, but Heaney's a high variance pitcher, so I don't mind. Maybe I am playing Heaney. I'm playing Toronto. So maybe I take Heaney out. Maybe I don't even want, I don't want, I don't want some Toronto stacks and then some Heaney stacks against them. I'm not saying in the same lineup, but maybe I don't even want to be diversified. So maybe I just X out Heaney. I go, screw it. If I'm playing Toronto, I'm just going to pretend that Heaney gets blown up. So there you go. I take Heaney out. These are the little things. I go here. So do I want want 40% of these guys? This is what I mean by looking at But the total, so in like these San Diego, Cleveland stacks, if anyone from Cleveland and San Diego is like way over 20%, they're most probably in like every stack, right? The Angels, 44 combined. So if Mike Trout is like 80% in my lineups, he's most likely in like every single Angels stack. Do I want him in every single Angels stack? Maybe not. So, I'm, I'm a winner of these numbers. So, going into my lineups. So, I look 49%. Do I want Mike Trout as a one off? Is he going to be chalky? Maybe he's going to be chalky. Maybe I don't want a Mike Trout one off. Do I want a T- Tyler Naquin one off? Is he going to be chalky? See in lineups, what's his price? 3,300? Okay, maybe he won't be that chalky. So I take a look at like, who do I, who do I not want as one-offs? Like popular players that would have been better off served in a stack. I think Mike Mike Trout's the answer. Yeah, but I don't mind him in the two-mans. So you're going to have to spend money here. So I take a look at these lineups and go, okay, this isn't that bad. Right? Morton, Otani, Trout, foul Dexter Fowler's in here. I'm just looking at these trout lineups. So I could go here. Let me let me go. These are the Naquin lineups. Let me take a look at these trout lineups. Trout. Okay, this is this is a stack at least. This is a this is a stack. That's a stack. That's let's see. Are we getting are we getting one offs? Angels, angels. I'm just looking for just solo trout. Solo trout. Solo trout. I'm going fishing. I'm looking for trout. Okay, here's Weldon. Oh, that's three people there. Same, Sam, we're getting a lot of the same angels. Walsh, Otani, Trout. Walsh, Otani, Trout. Okay, get Ecclesius in there. Okay, here's here's some Trout one-offs. One-off, 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 one-off. In, a, in a Houston, like I don't, I don't necessarily mind that. Trout one-off, Trout one-off. And now we're getting some Upton and some Stacks. Stasi, playing like a catcher even on FanDuel. Okay, that's different. Now we get some rendon. Yeah, I don't see that much rendon. Rendon, Rendon. I see some. So how, how much Rendon do we have? We have to find him. Well, we have 100 lineups, right? Ten. Okay, that is, that is that's a little bit more than I thought. But let's just say we didn't want to play Mike Trout as if he's gonna be 35 plus percent owned as a one-off. You don't mind him in angel stacks, but do you? Do you want to? Do you want to play him as the one off? I mean, you he could. So I'm going to go here, and I'm going to click on only in stacks. Okay. Who else? Is like way too, way too, way too much. As a one off, Eddie Rosario is Rosario going to be popular? Rosario could be popular. Let's see. Ramirez. How much Ramirez is there going to be? Ramirez placed third, so I don't mind him as a one-off at a position like that. Outfield, maybe not. So maybe Rosario. Well, I'm gonna make the decision. I'm gonna make the call. I don't want Rosario as a one-off. He's gonna be only in only in my Indian stacks. I'll make the call. That's not, that's not it. Rosario. There we go. Now, normally I do this much quicker. I'm, I'm just I'm explaining it. That's why I could do everything that I'm doing right now. I could do in about three or four minutes. Obviously, in a larger slate, I'd be it may take a little bit longer. A six game slate, you'll see this at six thirty tonight Eastern Time. This is what I'll be doing. Something like this. Obviously, I, I need the ownership. I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm guessing on ownership. I'm I mean, obviously, we only using the projected lineups. Who knows who's going to be, this guy's batting second, things change, who knows? So I'm looking through this. And maybe, maybe I decide, maybe we find out that Plezak's going to be, out of all those pitchers, going to be like over-owned. Like people are going to play Plezak over Musgrove, over some some of these guys. So maybe I cap him at 25%. Still want to play him. Yeah, it still projects well. I'll get a little bit more. But maybe I don't want as much more. So maybe I hey, screw it. 25 on all of them. There's no more than 25, 25%. 25, 25, 25. And maybe I decide, hey, I want to make sure that I play at least 10% Molly. Okay. That's what I decided. I see he's not coming up as much, but he is strike he has strike upside. And based on our based on these projections, maybe he'll be maybe he's underowned. Right? Maybe I look at his ownership and I go, oh, he's Molly's only going to be 6% owned. Oh, okay. Maybe I have more of him. So I do that. Then I take a look and I know that Houston, I have all these stacks, right? Remember 40% on the non-chalk stacks are, are like that's in my stacks tool. Remember that's the number. That's how many of them are there. So I take a look at this and I go, well, Altuve and Correa are in like almost all of them, right? Look at how high this number is. Do I want all my Houston stacks to have these guys? Do I want to have a little bit more diversification? So maybe I set this at 35, just a little bit lower. So I start getting other guys from the order. I don't like, if we take a look at Houston, like Miles Straw's in four lineups, Guriel's in five lineups, Brantley's in six lineups, right? Because it's all condensed on just a couple of players, Bregman, Correa, Altuve, which makes sense because it's second base, shortstop, and and third base, which are harder to fill than obviously the outfield spots. But let's say I want to make sure that I get at least 10% Brantley. Straw, I don't care about as much, maybe. Maybe Guriel, 10%. So I see that my Astros stacks are all kind of looking the same, which are fine if you wanted to do that. I want a little bit more diversification in my Astros stacks. Votto, maybe the same thing. He's in like all of the Cincinnati stuff. So maybe I tap him at 35. Trout, he's going to be chalk, maybe. Maybe I just, I I put him at, I mean, you have to leave money on the table if if you're not going to play Trout. But I'm not playing him as a one-off. And the Angels stacks all equal like 40-ish. So I'm going to put him at 35, 35, there. More diversification there. Ramirez. Maybe you do the same thing for him. Suarez, you do the same thing for him. Make sure he's not in just every single, every single, if you want, you can. But I want slightly a little bit more diversity. Take a look at Naquin. Maybe, we. we, well, I just want to put it at 35 because with all these other guys, he may get pushed up. So maybe that's what I do. Otani, 35. Rosario, 35. Guerrero, 35. (laughs) these are 35s because remember the stacks equal around 40 40 ish like if you're playing a lot more stacks and they only equaled you know 28 well then obviously you know it'd be less than 28 so i'm just i'm just putting this as precaution machado well because now we have to take out san diego guys they only add up to 20 Right, so it's 20, and then anything else is a one off. So maybe I want to set them. I want to be under on Machado and Grissom. Walsh, Bregman at 35. Who else is gonna be chalk from got Cleveland, but I don't mind the third base. Then we got Rosario and the chalk stack. So now I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bump him down to 15 right? Maybe Machado, I put up to 35 since he's a third baseman. We do something like this, okay? So look how much Dexter Fowler I got here. Do I want that? Do I want Dexter Fowler as a one-off, batting ninth? Do I want him in stacks? Yeah, probably. But do I want him in like 20% of my lineups? Maybe not. So I'm going to cap him at 10, right? I'm just looking down here. And I probably only want him in stacks, right? So let's say we go, okay, I, I found that, I'm going to go to Fowler. Yeah, only in stacks. Ninth header. There. Done. Okay. So I do stuff like that. Take a look. And now I want to build 100 lineups. Still still using whatever stack combinations I want. You know, just... I can I adjust these, I guess. I mean, they equal 200. So it's just whatever. If it just so happens that it's jamming in a lot of 4-4-4-4-4-4, four, 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 maybe I want 60%. But most likely I don't need it. Here's the max. So, maybe if if it only wants, if the best lineups are four fours and four threes, I won't get any three threes. Because remember, I said these are maxes. I'm pressing 100 lineups. Let's see what happens. Nate Bradshaw, are you more likely to set max exposure for hitters when building to see more combinations for your stacks? Yeah, I mean, that's that's literally what I'm doing. Right? I mean, I, I know this question was from 15 minutes ago, but this is exactly what I'm doing. Okay, now I'm getting way. Well, Fam is just jumping up because I didn't do anything to him, right? He's part of that chalk stack, so that's twenty percent combined. I don't mind him as a one-off, obviously. So twenty percent. I'm going to put him down to fifteen. He's an outfielder. I have more options out there. Hernandez. I'm getting way, way. Well, no, thirty-five on par. Bobashek. Because I'm playing the Blue Jays. Okay, this makes sense. But yeah, fam. I just found fam. I caught it. At Jared Walsh. Take a look at the pitchers. Okay, not getting any much Zach Wheeler anymore. Getting a lot of Morton. Morton, Musgrove, please, Zach, McCullers, Molly. Because I'm forcing that in. Okay. So I basically need to fix this fam stuff. Take a look at my stack summary. Here's all the stacks that I wanted to play. Take a look at the combos. Oh, a lot of, whoa, a lot of Cleveland. Four fours, I got a lot of Cleveland, a lot of this. Cleveland and the Angels, a lot of four fours. Because that's what projects well, a lot of them. So what do I do here? Multiple ways to solve this. I could force certain combinations not to appear, or I could do what I did before with the groups. So I'm going to make another group, Cleveland- See, I want some 4 4s maybe, but not all 4 4s. I'm getting way too many 4 4s of this. So, what I could do here is I could now decrease, let's decrease that to 20. So, how many 4 4 lineups do I have in general? Combo. So, basically, I just have 4 4s and 4 3s. So, basically, 50 times. I have LAA in San Diego, LAA in Cleveland a little too much of this also so obviously if i get rid of some four four combinations i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to decrease mask exposure on some of these guys on the angels primarily okay so i'm gonna do that make sure i get 20 over there and then i'm gonna have to go to the angels the angels okay let's go to the angels Sort by whatever doesn't matter. Batting order, okay. I'm gonna start getting rid of these 20, 20, 20, just across the board. 20, except for Dexter Fowler, which we have only in stacks. Maybe Max Stassi, we don't want him as a one off. I don't want Iglesias as a one off. Start constricting this, this angel stuff. There, Rendon, there, okay. We want Fletcher as a one-off leading off, a second base, third base. I guess, not horrible. So you do this. Let's build 100 lineups. Let's 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 see how how, how much we can start separating. This is just for diversity, if you want to play 17 lineups like that, you can. Perfectly fine. I want I want a little bit more diversification. Let's build 100 lineups. Let's let's see how much we can accomplish. It, it should trim it down a little. Oh, Will Myers. Oh. Forgot about him. Will Myers got all the way up there, so we have to fix that. Combo summary. Okay, we got it down a little bit. Right? Got a lot of four, I uh, got a lot of four threes now, which I don't mind as much. Cleveland, we still got a lot of them. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna trim down some of the four threes. Down to like 40 max. Let's see. 60. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's good. We got 60 total of these fours, and then we get whatever comes out afterwards. So now I'm going to have the fixed Will Myers. I forgot about Will Myers. He's he's part of the chalk San Diego, which adds up to 20, right? So I'm going to cap him at 15. Simeon, I'll just put the 35 back to him, right? Everything else, everything else looks fine. Still got the pitchers. Still got my 10% molly. Okay, this doesn't look that bad. Gotta fix it. Unless I wanted all this Will myers i am going to I d I'm gonna I'm gonna cap him. Let's run it again. Let's run it again. If you notice, like in this entire process, I've not I've not discussed like who who do I think is gonna do well? Who's gonna there's nothing. Not, all that work is done for you. That's what the projections are. Okay, yeah, uh M- Mastakis, Do I wanna do it? Do I wanna be uh, well, he plays a uh, middle infield position. I mean, I could be a bitch, right? I could just put thirty-five and run it again, right? We got this. Got this. Let's take a look at the combo summaries. Okay, so it come down a little. L.A. Cleveland in the four twos, three threes. Let's pump this 44, 40. Put that down some more ratio wise. Okay, and then I fixed, I fixed my stock. I don't mind 37% Moustaka, but whatever. Remember, all of this is after you've already made the decisions on what you want to do. I've said, oh, I want to play Cincinnati. I want to play Toronto. I want to play Houston, right? I want to, I want to do that. That, that. That's that's what I want to do. Those are the teams I'm choosing. And, but, and then I want to play them with the most projected players everywhere else, right? And I still don't mind San Diego. I still don't mind Cleveland, right? As long as they're in lineups that are good, right? So let, let's, now let's take a look at the fantasy points. We see here the stack summary. Houston, Toronto, Cincinnati. We got a pretty, pretty good, right? A lot of 2 hitter Cincinnati stacks. So on the seventh build of doing this, take a look, combos are diverse enough. Would I try to make maybe a little bit less Houston Cincinnati? Maybe. That's I'm being I'm being a stickler now. Right? But then you start taking a look at lineups and you go, okay, here's the top projected lineup. You want to go by projection. It's basically an Indian stack with trout, fam. It's a 4 3 1. Indians, Angels, and a Tommy Fam one off with Pleasak. Now, is this going to be too high owned? I don't know. I don't know what the ownership is yet. So I take a look I start scroll okay here we go more similar similar type stacks low to high this is 141.82 the low is 117.82 right cuz look at the stack stasi fletcher fowler stasi fletcher fowler stasi fletcher stasi fletcher F- do I really want that from the angels stasi fletcher stasi and glacius fowler I mean, it's a bottom of the order stack, sure, and it fills up to thirty five thousand. But maybe, I, maybe I don't want this. This is why this is why going through the lineups matters. Okay, so I, I got three of these lineups that are like Stassi Fletcher Fowler, Stassi Fletcher. Yeah, they're all only in only in stacks, but they're only to, they're all together. So yes, it's it's going by the rule of only in stacks, right? It's in a three man stack, right? They're, they're all together. So I want to prevent this. Right, just I don't wanna do that. One, eight, nine, and that's it. Of the lowest projected players, I mean probably not. So I'm gonna go the Angels. I'm gonna add them to a group. Fowler, new group, group two, Stasi, group two, Iglesias, group two, Fletcher, group two. Okay. And I'm gonna make it. That max one. So basically, if any of these guys are in a lineup, it has to be with, with maybe I maybe take away, do I take away Fletcher? Fletcher may be fine leading off. I don't know. But let's just do it this way. So I'm like, okay, so now I can't get a three-man or a two-man stack of fowler Stasi, Iglesias-Fletcher, you know, those types of things. Okay, I caught it. I looked at the lineups. I said, okay, this, this doesn't make sense. Okay, so I'm going to do that. Let's put that 35 next to Tiosker. Get a lot of Kyle, Kyle Tucker. Do I want a lot of Kyle Tucker in my Houston stack? So a little bit more, you order an Alvarez. So maybe I maybe I cap him. Maybe I'm getting a little too much Kyle Tucker. There you go, 25. Build 100 now. Angelo Straface. do you not care about how much salary is left over? Is over 1K too much to leave on the table? In baseball, you could leave 5,000 on the table. Remember, everyone's floor in baseball is everyone's hitter floor in baseball is zero. You know, now it's trying to force in a little bit too much Vado, but that's fine. Take a look at the combo summary. Cleveland again, it's still getting a little too much Cleveland Angels that I wouldn't really want. That much. I'm taking a look at lineups. Take a look at the lineups, especially the ones at the bottom. 122.75. Okay, Naquin. I got a three-man Reds, three-man Blue Jays. Brantley one off, Naylor one Okay, okay, I can't, I can't complain about that. Here we go, three-man Padres, three-man Reds, Gamble and Naylor as a two-man, two lefties. I'm- okay, that doesn't horrible. Here we go, Bichette, Goriel, Kirk, Naquin, Suarez, Mustakish. Why are we getting a lot of Josh Naylor? Well, okay, it just ha- so happens to be in there. Okay, Ben Gamel Reyes. Cronenworth, Kim, Hosmer. Okay, that isn't bad. Right, right, I'm just looking. Especially the bottom ones, like the, the less projected ones because they, they'll they typically have the, the crappier hitters in them. So I'm just ch- double-checking lineups. Olson one-off here for the A's, even though I'm playing McCullers. Remember, I'm playing McCullers, but not in this lineup. So I'm still going to get A's. Right, still going to get stuff. Right, so yeah, I still have twelve percent Matt Olsen, even though I am playing McCullers. So do we be at the level like right now, where I press the export to CSV and there, I'm done, upload to the FanDuel, there you go, I'm done. So, normally this takes me like five minutes to do. I'm just I, I'm just I'm obviously doing it slow, and I'm explaining things as I'm doing it. This, was, this would normally take me five minutes. Ding, 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 ding. ding. Okay, this doesn't make any sense. Ding, 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 ding. Check there, check this, check that. This is all after making your decision. You have to make the decisions first, right? I made the decision going like, okay, I'm going to play an equal amount. It doesn't mean I normally play an equal amount. But maybe I say that, oh, Houston's going to be under Cincinnati's going to be under-owned. Toronto and the Angels are going to be under-owned. And Cleveland and San Diego, they project the best, but they're going to be over. Doesn't mean I play equal amounts of this. Maybe I'm uh, like, oh, Houston is so much more underowned than they should be. So I'm playing 32% of this. And then Cincinnati, I'm breaking down to 12. You know, like I, I could do that, right? The actual percentages, whatever, decide what you want to do. And then now you're just going to be making the combos and then worrying about the diversification. If you want to lock in, if you, wanted to, if you wanted to lock in, I'm playing the Blue Jays, and I'm locking in Guerrero, Semyon, Teoscar, Bichette, you know, and th- those are the only stacks I want to play. You can. Just understand, if the eighth hitter, if Alejandro Kirk has a good game, he, he's in none of your lineups. I'm not betting on players. I'm betting on teams. So I want to have coverage. Not necessarily of every player. I mean, you could if you wanted to. You could also do minimum exposures. So let's say for Toronto, in that example, you go, I'm getting all of Semi and Biggio, but I'm getting all the good players, but I'm not getting Jonathan Davis, right? Because he projects poorly if he's in the lineup. Maybe you're not getting enough Randall Gritchuk. Maybe you see Randall Gritchuk is only appearing in one of your Blue Jay stacks, yet Semi, like, Teoscar Hernandez is in all like all of them. So just set a minimum. Just say, I, I want Gritchuk in 10. There you go, done, run it. Now you'll see Teoscar and the other outfielders start coming down. If, and, and, unless you don't mind, unless you're like, screw it. I don't want to play culture. If it's in one lineup, good, so be it, whatever. So you make your decisions and then you're telling, you're telling the tool what to do, right? Obviously I have no ownership to compare anything to. I'm just guessing right now. And there you go. You're done. Upload. That, that, That's the process from start to finish. That's what I showed you today. It's casual Friday. I casually showed you this. Some people are going to just, their minds are going to be blown that you like, like these are names on a spreadsheet. Like all the work is done for me. Is Mark Hanha going to do well against Lance? Who cares? Look at this. look at the range. Look at all these ranges. Anything could happen in baseball. You already have the meetings. They're already there. The projections have already done the work for you. They're already there range of outcomes on these stacks are, are, are four to a hundred on oh, the, the next stack is three and a half to 99 and like great great grand scheme of things it doesn't matter that much i'm just trying to figure out who's going to be what teams are going to be over owned or under owned i want to play more of the under owned teams and i want to play less of the over teams the over owned teams could still be the best teams they could have high probabilities just i'm probably not going to play them you know, I'm not going to play Chalk, Chalk, Chalk City know, all, all my lives. I want to have a nice blend of low-owned low owned stacks that are under-owned and high-probability players, no matter what their ownership is. But do I want to play Mike Trout as a 48% owned one-off? Probably not. There's probably more value in playing someone else. Doesn't mean you don't play Mike Trout, just maybe you don't play him as a one-off. So that, that's it. And, you, and then I'm telling the tool what to do. So if I uploaded this, I wouldn't be, if that's, if those are the choices I'm making based on, you I know, mean, we don't even know this, the batting orders, right? I mean, I'd look down here and like, you know, someone would hit a home run or something and I'd be like, oh, do I have Andres Jimenez? I got in 13 lineups. And everyone's playing Indian stacks, right? Everyone's playing Indian stacks. Everyone's playing Jose Ramirez and Fran Milreyes Reyes and Eddie Rosario, and Cesar Hernandez, and Andres Jimenez. He goes three for four with a stolen base and a, a home run. And he ends up, you know, he's probably still like four and a half percent owned or something on FanDuel. But it's like, oh, I had the Indians, but not, not any Andres Jimenez. Who would have known? Well, I got it. Well, I got him. Josh Naylor, two home runs. Didn't play him in my Indian stack because why would I play Josh Naylor when I could play better players? You know why? It's baseball. It's high variance. So I'm just betting on teams. I'm hoping I have the right combinations of the players, but I'm primarily betting on teams. I'm making combinations of them that make the best. Do I have any low salary? Low, low to high. Low to high. Come on, let's go. Oh, I left 1,000 on the table because yeah, the more combinations that you're going to be doing with like four twos and stuff with more one-offs, you're more likely that uh, it's going to jam in the better players. So you go. I'd play these lineups. Do I want to play a one, three, nine? Yeah, why not? Taylor Naquin, Suarez. There's a three, three, what else? This is a four, three, one with Myers and Musgrove. Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with this lineup at all. And it leaves a thousand on the table. I don't mind giving money on the table. But this is the process. I'm showing it to you. I, 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 I don't know. People are going to say like, "No, this can't be it." So this is exactly what. You, that, no, this is exactly what I do. This is it. You're done. Did I look at? Did I look at pitches? Did I look at any? I look at what stats did I look at? No stats. No nothing. That's what these numbers are. That's what that's what the projections are already. So all I, all I need to figure out. Right now, and before lock, is what are people going to be overconfident in versus the projection? That's it. That's why I said before, like, I don't know how owned Pleasac's going to be compared to Morton, Musgrove, Molly, Wheeler, McCullers. So all these pictures are quite close in projection. We take a look at the back projections for FanDuel. I mean, look, Musgrove, Wheeler, Pleasac, McCullers, Morton. I mean, look. Look at Molly, 20, look, look at these range, like instead of looking at this number, the middle number, the median, look at the ranges, 13 to 42 versus 16 to 46. I mean, like all these pitchers within one standard deviation are practically the same. Yeah, it must grow slightly better. act better point per dollar by a little bit and same from Morton by a little bit. But if it ends up that is going to be 40% owned, and Morton and Molly is going to be 5% on, like that's, a, that's an inefficiency. So if I see that, it'd be like, okay, well, I want to play less, polizak and more Molly. Doesn't mean I don't play any, please Zach. It just means I'm not, gaining, I'm not gaining relative value in those lineups. So please Zach should be in lineups that don't need relative value. It's an off the board stack, you know, that type of thing. So I put that possibility in. So that's what I'm looking, those are the decisions I'm looking for. Is Musgrove going to be overowned? Maybe it ends up, maybe it ends up being that Musgrove is the one that is looking to be overowned, and Pleasak's the one that looks to be underowned. Well, now I'm jamming plenty of Pleasac. I do the same thing with the hitters. Everyone and their mother is going to be playing San Diego today. It's like, okay. I take a look at the difference between the stacks and San Diego ain't, ain't that much better than Houston. Ain't that much better than Cincinnati. They may be the best. Yes, you're right. They may have the highest probability. Their highest probability is 14% and Houston is 11%. And the difference in ownership is half. then I'm going to play the Astros. Those are the decisions that you're making. But once you make those decisions, now you're just building one. Now you just, what combinations of those decisions can I put in one lineup? How many lineups am I building? You could do this for four lineups. You could do this for a hundred lineups. If you're doing it for four lineups, you're going, okay, I'm going to play, I'm going to play the Astros stack in this lineup. And then I'm this, that this lineup, I'm going to play the truck Padres stack, but then I'm going to also, I'm going to play Taylor Molly in that lineup. And I'm going to play, I'm not going to play a trout one-off in that lineup. Okay. I can do that. And then in the third lineup, it's like I'm playing the angel stack with the, with trout. Like each of your lineups don't have to be compared to one another. The less correlated your lineups are to each other. the reduce reduction of variance that you have. Cause most likely if one lineup wins, the other three lineups lose. Right? So you're looking for four different win conditions. Now you could play for the same win condition, just four different ways. You can just understand if one lineup does well, most likely all your, your other three lineups are probably going to be close up there also. And if one doesn't do well, they're, they're all going to be at the bottom. What you can do is just higher variance. I'm playing hundred lineups. I, I like to reduce my variance. I like to be diversified a bit more. Unless... The hot, unless you see a situation where someone is dramatically underowned, and you're like, "I'm going to double down on this," you're going to go, you're going to look at the projections and go, "Why is this team only two percent owned yet they project second highest on the slate?" Doesn't happen. Those types of extremes don't happen that often. But in those cases, I'm like, "Okay, the EV of playing this stack is so high that yeah, you know, maybe I do play them in half my lineups." So I'm like, "I'm just going to double down, triple down, quadruple down on this." But all that type of stuff is just a matter of diversification. The expected value of these lineups are about all the same, right? They're based on if the ownership and everything was was accurate. I could build, I could build a thousand lineups that all look like these lineups that I built right here, these hundred lineups versus these hundred lineups versus these hundred lineups versus these hundred lineups. These hundred lineups. I mean, like, what's the difference between them? There's one guy off here, there's two guys off there. Obviously my build rules, I'm only using unique players one. I typically would get a little bit more diversified by going up to two or three, depending on how much diversification I want. But like all these lineups, I mean all the lineups and all the builds that I made are are from an expected value standpoint probably probably close to each other. You can make you can make a thousand, you can make three thousand of them. Aren't that far apart from each other. So just a matter. Of, I'm playing hundred. So what do I want in my hundred lineup portfolio? I could grab a hundred that all have the same stack in it out of that three thousand bucket. I could, but then I'm living and dying by that stack. And if you, if I, I don't mind that. Then hey, do it. Go for it. But if I want to, if I'm putting in hundred lineups at four dollars a piece on FanDuel, that's four hundred bucks. The more diversified I am, maybe four hundred. If I lose and come, I get two eighty back or I win a hundred. I'm hoping one of the good lineups ends up up there. If I go all or nothing, then it's like my 400 turns into 20 bucks or as it turns into 800 bucks or, or obviously $30,000. That has nothing to do with the strategy. If you only find, unless you only have one that you're just like, no, this is the best decision. I'm just going all in on it. Okay. Just understand that that's high variance. That's perfectly fine. But that's the process. I know people in, in the Roto-Grinders Discord. will be like, you know, well, do you look at this and do you look at that? This, I'm, I'm, I'm I, there's, there's nothing I showed you that I'm doing anything more than this. There's nothing. Oh yeah, I'm holding back some type of secret, some type of little. No, this is how I'm building lineups. This is what I'm doing at six thirty, half an hour before the slate starts. That's it. Once all, once all the lineups are confirmed, like this is what I'm doing. How'd you know to have 13% Andres Jimenez? And I didn't. The projections didn't. Was, whatever. Whatever, however it came out. Of course, you saw along the way, I'm like, oh, okay, isn't that just, if Andres Jimenez came out and like, oh, 40%, I'm jamming him. Maybe I don't. Maybe, okay. Maybe I don't have 40% of that guy. Maybe I start getting him out of my, my Indian stacks. So I don't have every everyone with Andres Jimenez for no apparent reason. But outside of that, if the projection says that's the meat, then that's what it is. It's as simple as that. That's Why did you have this guy in this lineup? Because he showed up in that lineup. <laughs> that, that's it. That's the answer. It's not, it's not complicated. MLB DFS is really not complicated. It's mostly correlation. The smaller slates are actually the harder ones. Because on these six-game slates, five-game, four-games, correlation, like, three-threes, three-two, you can do that type of stuff. 12-game slate, 14-game slate. Like all my lineups are like pretty oh, pretty much all my lineups are going to be 4-4. Four, four. Makes it so much easier. I don't have to worry. Only in one, a one-off. Well, every, nothing's a one-off if you're playing all 4-4s, four, right? Makes it even easier. The process is just, I'm going to pick six teams. I'm going to pick eight teams. I'm going to, I want 10% of this. I want 15% of that. I want 20% of this and boop, boop, boop and there you go. Oh, I get 90% of one picture. Do I want 90% of one picture? Maybe, maybe not. Bump them down to 50. There you go. Spit it out. Give me lineups. There you go. Upload. Done. Watch the goddamn games. That's it. The projection that they're already done. They're done for you. you. Just you just have to make lineups out of them. So I hope this helped. I wanted to show this process because people are gonna ask, I'm gonna end up doing have to have to do this type of episode like once every two weeks. Once every two weeks and go, well, do you do this and do you do that? Like, no, I literally I, this I showed you. Just press the button. Make make decisions first. And then then just you're program, you're programming the tool to make the lineups that you want. That's exactly what you're doing. So I I, I hope you learned something. If you if you learned something today, hit that thumbs up button. Hit the thummy thumbs. Hit the thummy thumbs. Hit the subscribe button if you're new here. This is what we talk about. I, this is what I wanted to go over for casual Friday. We, did, did we talk about today's slate? Who knows? Who knows? I, I'm, 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 I'm thinking that the Indians and the Padres are going to be chalky on FanDuel, at least. But who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. That's why we see That's why I have to look at ownership. But we'll see that later in the day. But join us. I'll be in the Roto-Grinders Discord. As always, click on the link in the description below. Uh... Get $10 off your first month. And uh obviously, Theory of Daily Fantasy Sports. It's my 15-hour audio masterclass you could pick up at theoryofdfs.com. And uh and have a good weekend. We got MMA. We got MMA in the afternoon tomorrow. That's what I'm gonna be doing tomorrow. I, I'm not gonna be playing day baseball. Is there a day baseball slate? Doesn't matter. I'm watching MMA. Four, 14 fights? I'm I'm in for that. These nine fight cards, it's like you can't even can barely make unique lineups. 14 fights I'm in. I I have no idea who's fighting them. I have to look it up, right? But I don't mind that. In the middle of the day, in the middle of the day. So I'll see you back on Monday, as I'm always here. Monday through Fridays, 11 o'clock Eastern here on YouTube for the DFS pregame show on rotogrinders.com.